This podcast contains adult language and mature themes, which may not be suitable for all listeners. So listen at your own fucking risk. To Essential NPCs, the podcast where we sample some of the best and possibly some of the worst tabletop RPGs. I'm Tommy. And I'm Addie. And you're listening to Series 6, Episode 7, Shocking Revelations. And let's start it off with one announcement. As mentioned last week, we are starting to collect questions for post-game chatter. Uh, For those of you who weren't listening to the announcement last week or are otherwise unfamiliar with post-game chatter, uh, it is the replacement for Words with a GM for the finale episode. When the final episode comes out, we jump right into it, and then we follow it up with a sit-down with the entire cast where we talk about the system and the campaign in general, and then... We answer questions from the listeners. And that's where you guys come in. Yeah, send us all of the questions that you have um, about the Atomic Highway series or any series previous to that, um, our play styles, um, or pretty much anything. If you send us a question, we will answer it. The deadline for questions is December 19th. That is the day that episode nine comes out. So when episode nine comes out, You can listen to it and then submit any final questions you have. But if you have questions now, don't wait on ceremony. Send them in. Uh, Get them coming our way. Uh, That way you don't forget them. Uh, And with that, let's move on into Words with a GM. Hello. Hello, GM. Hello. This Words with the GM is a special Words with the GM. Uh, We decided, because we have the illustrious Ryan Covert running for us, that we would do uh, something a little different. Um, The Essential NPCs Guest GM Quickfire Questions. Uh, We want to learn a little bit about Ryan Covert and let you guys (laughs) know all the things that we learn. Uh, So Covert, uh, Addie and I are going to take turns asking you questions. You just answer with the first answer that pops into your head. Add any qualifiers or additional descriptions you want. It doesn't have to be a one-word answer. Um, But uh, as soon as you're done answering, we'll shoot another question your way. Are you ready? This sounds terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready. Okay, so here are the 10 things that you most want to know about Covert. Question number one. Uh, Would you rather be a player or a GM? Player, I think. Uh, Not that I dislike GMing, it's just I like getting into shenanigans. Number two. What are your top three RPG systems other than Atomic Highway? Uh, I'd have to say other than Atomic Highway, my top three right now are Shadowrun. I've played quite a bit of it. Uh, Shadows of the Demon Lord, which is what I'm running right now. It's a it's really interesting fantasy horror. And something I just tried recently, Call of Cthulhu. Uh, I had actually had a really good time with that just recently. Number three. What's your favorite die? My favorite die? Mm-hmm. Uh, gosh, that's a hard one to answer because they all hate me. <laughs> <laughs> Probably D6 because that's what two of my top three right now use in addition to atomic highway (laughs) number four what is the part of role-playing games that you can't get enough of i'd have to say trying new games uh, and finding out what you can do within them and what kind of feel the mechanics give the game because all role-playing is essentially playing pretend and rolling some dice to determine an outcome 
but different systems have different ways of representing abstract concepts and it gives a different feel to each system number five go to rpg snack beer (laughs) number six what is your fondest past rpg campaign that's a tough question but i'm gonna have to go with the first campaign i ever ran it was apocalypse world it was only it only lasted about four sessions because we were getting ready to play the next campaign that tommy was running it was one of the craziest things i'd ever been a part of they kept succeeding at everything so i tried to make it hard for him and long story short they ended up hijacking a tank and then crashing it into a building and then and then there's a bunch of explosions yeah i remember that one pretty fondly too i think i shot a rocket at seth to kill a guy who he was like grappling (laughs) and everything worked out fine (laughs) oh man it was hysterical number seven system you like but would never run I probably wouldn't want to run Call of Cthulhu because I am terrible at horror, as I've discovered recently in my Shadows of the Demon Lord campaign. (laughs) (laughs) It's basically just become streamlined (laughs) D&D. Number eight. What is the scariest RPG monster you faced? Probably Araga and Kiraga because, A, that was terrifying, you know, toxic, super powerful spirits. And two, I had a prior attachment to him, so it was it was sad. I was really hoping you were going to say hand monster. That's my answer. <laughs> uh, number nine. What is your favorite RPG genre? I'd have to say sci-fi for sure. I I love playing Shadowrun, and I would love to play in something like Uncharted Worlds or like Starfinder or something where there's explosions and shootouts and car chases and all that craziness and going into space it's just the kind of stuff you don't really see a whole lot in fantasy number 10 what celebrity would you most like to play an rpg with i would like to have a game run by either chris perkins matthew mercer or matt colville those guys are amazing gms and i would i would be so honored to play in one of their games that would be amazing and number 11 bonus question Cake or pie? Pie. And there we have it. That was... Wait. That's it. Like, cake's, cake's good? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you need you need to qualify. I'm sorry. Pie's just more satisfying. It's got filling, like apple pie. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's my favorite. And there you have it. That is our guest GM quickfire questions. Uh, so let's move on into... Our favorite parts. Yeah. Uh, These are uh, favorite parts about Series 6, Episode 6, The Archive. Uh, So, Covert, what was your favorite part as a GM? Well, this is kind of cheating, but definitely the the Beast Boogie. (laughs) I I was out of commission for a good, like, five to ten minutes after that. Yeah, I had to cut uh, a significant amount of the entire table just laughing their asses off. And the best part about it was, and I want I want the listeners to know this, Kohansky described what he or what the boogie beast looked like before he like acted it out in the real world. And there was definitely a good like five minute section of time where everyone at the table 
was just trying to recreate what he described. It's like one arm up and down, the other one's going back. But you got to do it out of sync. That's really hard to do. And uh, <laughs> and we just all look like idiots. And uh, one of our biggest regrets is that we didn't snap a video of just like all of us around the table just sitting there like attempting to achieve this dance. <laughs> yeah, definitely a good part. <laughs> what about you, Addie? What was your favorite part? Left, left, left. Rat, 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 left, rat, left, left, left. <laughs> uh, Bumper uh, singing uh, the directions through the archive was hilarious in the room and then hilarious to listen to again. I just, it's, I love Bumper just singing in general. I think it's hilarious. Uh, so that's my favorite part. Clean, uh, clean and simple. <laughs> I'm on. What's your favorite part? Uh, my favorite part was when everyone was dancing. Uh... On, or everyone was dancing and Zodra was sitting at the bar and uh, the bartender's like, yeah, I know what you mean. I hate dancing. And I just like, I just imagine Zodra like looking at him with like, you know, her like very intimidating, like stern face and going like, you let people have their bliss. You're the bartender. Get it together, Jimmy. <laughs> like <laughs> that, that response was it had me floored. It was so funny. It, it was, it's one of those, uh, it's another one of those moments where like you chose, you didn't choose the easy option. Cause it would have been really easy for Zoja just to like be a, you know, grumpy fighter person, like sitting there be like, I don't do fun things like dance. Um, but you did the interesting thing in that you continued to be a curmudgeon, but not in the way that, <laughs> that, uh, the bartender expected. Instead you were like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I loved it. It was great. Uh, yeah. Zodra's like an onion. There are so many layers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This, this episode in general was just full of a bunch of great moments. <laughs> but uh, we have a few more episodes to get through. Uh, and it does seem like we've hit the meta plot proper. Uh, we're, we're, we're heading to this other remnant enclave. And uh, um, I'm excited to see what comes next. So, uh, without any further ado, let's move on in and listen to Series 6, Episode 7, Shocking Revelations. Enjoy! Howdy! They called me Bumper on account I was found in a car bumper as a baby. Guess my parents didn't really like that I was born a mutie and decided to toss me in the junkyard. An old greaser found me and raised me as his own. He was like, real smart. And he taught me all sorts of useful things. Mechanics, electronics, history, you name it. When he passed away, I felt a yearning to go out and see the world and whatnot. So I traded all he left me to piece together my very own transport vehicle. I call it the Badass Education and Safety Tour Bus. Or for short, the Beast. <laughs> Ah, this rusted monstrosity ain't much to look at, but she'll get you from point A to point B in a timely, and more importantly, safe manner. Now, I've been at this business for a few years now, and if I'm being perfectly honest, which I usually am, I probably wouldn't have survived this long if it weren't for this tribal lady named Zodra who travels around with me. She plays a key role in the safety part of my business. I found my home when I built the beast, so it only seems fair I help others find theirs. So as long as I can keep it going, you can bet I'm gonna keep rolling through the waste, picking up strays, and getting them where they need to go. They call me Zodra. 
I ain't much for talking, but since you want to know my story, I'm a tribeswoman from a place what was called the Green Place. It's a beautiful place with healthy plants and animals that don't much want to eat you. But a while back, a blight came and the Green Place started dying. So my tribe, we split in two, half moving ahead to find a new Green Place and the others staying behind, protecting them that can't rightly protect their selves. Along the way, we dropped off folk to serve as links in a chain between the two halves of my tribe. Lighthouses, we called them. And me and mine, we was chosen to be a lighthouse. Me, my daddy, my husband, and my little girl. And for a while, we served faithfully, making a good life for ourselves. That is, till we came down with the pox. I was the only one in my family to come out of that alive. Mostly thanks to Bumper. He found me on the edge of death and brought me back. I don't know how, but way I see it, I owe him my life. And he seems to have made it his business to help people get home. And that's certainly something I can sympathize with. So until either half of my tribe starts making their way through the chain of lighthouses, I'll use what skills I have to keep old Bump and anyone under his care in one piece. Greetings, commoners. You have the pleasure of meeting me, Damien Bolchris. I hail from the Lake Pleasant Remnant Enclave, a beacon of old-world technology and knowledge led by our brilliant and benevolent master, the Professor. I myself practically grew up in the subterranean laboratories of Lake Pleasant, immersed in the gallant tales of old. In fact, I am so well-versed in such stories that I am a bit of a lore master. One day, as I was making a study of the downsides of democratic governments, the alarms began to sound all across the Enclave. We were being attacked by trogs. From my storied knowledge, I knew the thing to do was to make a daring escape. I grabbed my books and dashed through the tunnels. Along the way, I boldly rescued a curious simpleton called Twitch, and together we made our escape across the lake into the lawless wastes of the surface. Well, hey, they call me Twitch. I don't really have a name on account of being kidnapped as a tiny child for my electrokinetic powers and used as a battery for a remnant enclave led by a man called the Professor. I spent a couple decades chained up in a generator room, getting jabbed with various instruments to increase my output until my home was overrun by vicious trogs. Best day of my life! During the invasion, a guy named Damien accidentally stumbled upon my chamber and freed me from my chains. As the first person to meet me and not torture me for electrical power, Damien instantly became my best friend. We escaped the chaos on his kayak of freedom and got picked up by two wastelanders driving a big old bus they call The Beast. I don't know where we're going, but hopefully I can escape this life of horrible pain and find a place to call home. All right. Our group was just leaving the archives after having discovered what happened between the professor, the leader of Damien's old remnant enclave, had sabotaged attempts to try to help the people of the wasteland and rebuilding society. 
They're now leaving the archive in the northeast to head towards the coastal remnant enclave. Off we go, down to coastal town. Go, 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 go. <laughs> hey, how far away is this place? I pull up the map and show him. It's a couple hundred miles. Wow, that's a long way. Yeah, it's all right. It'll just take us like a couple days, three, three days. I'd never traveled before I met you people, and this is still the longest distance I will ever have traveled. <laughs> Let me entertain you with some trivia about this area. Now, what you can see up there in the sky, that's what's called a storm cloud. Now, now, judging by the movement, I wouldn't say it's like the worst storm cloud out there. and There ain't no like hurricane or tornado or nothing like that. But like, there's either going to be like some rain, some sleet. Some snow, some rain, sleet, and snow, and it's coming, like, kind of our way, but, like, it's just going to, like, take us out of commission for, like, a little bit. So the way that works, and I basically tell him all about, like, barometric pressure and all that. (laughs) All right. He describes barometric pressure. I understand all of it with ease. And, yes, this it looks like it's about to rain, and a little bit later, you actually see water droplets start hitting your windshield, whatever's blocking your window. Uh, it's, a, it's a little bit of, like, plexiglass and a whole lot of metal. Little drops of water hitting the plexiglass that you can see. That's going to be great for our plants up on top. All right, so you guys continue going, and the rain's starting to come down a little bit harder now. Is this the first time any of you have seen rain? I imagine the remnant, too. I feel like there was a portion of our remnant that was open to the air. Maybe even a, a village, like a gated community, but uh, <laughs> I'd never seen it. So uh, unless I saw some rain when I was a child, like way before, I don't have too many memories of that, though. So uh, water falling from the sky, uh, preposterous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just wait for it. It's going to get crazy. The rain starts to pick up even more. Uh, it's getting kind of hard to see, and the dirt road that you're on is starting to get a little muddy. Uh, please make a drive and nimble or understanding. Check for me, please. I got two hits. The The road's starting to turn into mud, but you manage to be able to keep above it and get out of a rather deep part of the road where it's a little extra muddy, and you manage to keep on going. Go on, I'm going to crack a window and let some of that water hit my face. Feels good. It does feel good. It feels amazing. Uh, it's nice and cool. Uh, after being cooped up in a hot bus. I climb up into the uh, the turret, the buzzsaw ballista turret, and uh, kind of sit out in the rain and feel it on my skin for the first time. Uh, it hits you, and it, it's, it's a little chilly at first, but it feels nice, and uh, you kind of sparkle a little bit every time it hits you. When the water falls from the sky, a man can cry, and no one will know. <laughs> Do you cry? No one will know. <laughs> uh, Zodra. Yes. It's raining outside. That is true. I'm a little concerned for the water filling up the plants and stuff, but I don't. We screwed them to the roof, so there ain't much you could do about that. Uh, I guess I'll just worry. Damien, have you seen rain before? I certainly have experienced rain. On a rare occasion, and I'm quite familiar with the metaphorical concept of rain as it <laughs> appears in literature. Um, 
but certainly uh, I've experienced so little rain, and whenever it would come, I'd always immediately go underground if I ever happened to be on the surface village. So at the moment, I'm quite nervous and huddling up with the furs on my bone armor in the back of the bus. (laughs) It's going to be all right, Damien. I got this thing under control. I'd love to trust you. You make your way a little further down. Uh, It's kind of let off a little bit. And you start coming up upon a wagon, a horse-drawn wagon. And it appears to have gotten stuck in the mud trying to get off the road to find a cave or something. Oh, hell. Okay. Hey, so. Uh, Yeah, but. Yeah, there's a wagon stuck up in the mud over here. Uh, It could be an ambush point. So maybe you just kind of arm yourself. I'm going to go talk to the people. Uh, all right, you got it. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna pull up uh, alongside them, roll down the window, lean out, one arm on the side of the car, and go, Hey, how's it going out there? Uh, it could be better. How many people there are? Oh, it's just me. Who's me? My name's Roach. I'm just a humble traveler trying to get my wares to the next town, but uh, I got stuck in Raider territory. You're not raiders, are you? No, not yet, at least. Hey, buddy, where whereabouts you trying to go to? Karma, it's on the way. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm semi-familiar with that place. Hold on one second, and I lean back in. Hey, remind me what we know about Karma. Um, we know that it was founded as a barter town by the coastal enclave, and that it was forced into decrepitude and overtaken by evildoers uh, after... The professor seems to have sent his raiders on it, so the story goes. I see. Okay. Hey, uh, so, well, wait, Roach? Yeah? Looky, uh, you got some rope or something? We can, like, tie your wagon up onto the back of uh, the, the beast here, huh? and we can give you a bit of a tow? Hey, uh, I've got a chain wrapped all around me. That's a real good point. Hey, Twitch, you mind, uh, mind latching onto the, the, this fella's uh, wagon so we can give him a bit of a tug out of the mud there. Do I mind removing my chains? Why, bumper self-liberation is my new hobby. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, Roach, we're going to get you out of that mud there. Okay, thanks. You just keep that horse uh, a little off to the side and happy. Oh, you're not going to run off with my cart, are you? No. Why would we do that? Look, I don't know. I don't know. Look up top of my thing ahead right now. I got a big old bus all blissed up there. Yeah. If I wanted to take your stuff, I wouldn't be talking to you right now, buddy. Are you threatening me? I'm really not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Please. Okay. Just, just, go, just go ahead and stand off to the side. I don't want to get you getting hurt while we yank this thing. Okay, but please just don't take my stuff. Deal. Thank you. All right, Twitch. Well, I'm going to remove my chains, and I'm going to hook up that cart to the, I guess we got a hitch on the back of this bus here. There's a lot of metal. Some of it's got holes. We can make something work. All right. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, I gave this thing a little, I rock it out of that mud and pull it free. That's yeah, easy enough. It's, it's light. It's a light enough cart compared to the beast. Uh, you do it with ease. Okay. Hey, well, I'm pulling this thing out. Quick team waiting. Okay. So do we, do we not want to go karma? Because like there's evil people there and they might want to like take you guys or steal the puzzle box. We, would we rather go straight to, the coastal place? I I absolutely want to go to Kama. I have some questions to ask these raiders. All right, perfect. Hey, Roach. Yeah? You want a ride? Uh, how much is it going to cost? I don't know what you got. 
My wagon. Well, hold on. You said something about like goods and stealing and stuff. Like what you got? Well, in I there? got the tarp over it, but I need my wagon to get more stuff. Well, I'm confused. Do you have any pro- anything besides a wagon and a horse to your name? I got my clothes. Oh, Jesus. So, yeah. what should we do here? Well, we've uh, started taking on charity cases uh, quite frequently, Bumper. Uh, no, they, these two have been very profitable for us. I don't see no profit in this roach feller. Why don't we inspect that wagon? Yeah, hey, Roach. Yeah? I'm going I'm to I'm stop yelling at you from out of the driver's seat. Give me a second. And I come out, and I'm like, hi, Bumper, nice to meet you. I go and shake his hand. I'm Roach. Hey, relax, buddy. We're all here to help you. Look, I'm in the business of getting people where they need to go safely. Looks like you're having some trouble with that, all right? But I can't do this kind of stuff for free, so I'm going to go ahead. Like, if you got anything you can trade for, I'll go ahead and take you right to Karma. You get there nice and safe. No more mud problems. The bees can make it through anything. Uh, I got a tarp that goes over the cart. So wait, what do you plan to do in karma? What do you think they're going to give you for this? Oh, I was hoping to start a new life there. But uh, I wanted I wanted to do some transport and stuff to some of the smaller communities. And I heard they need people to transport, so I brought my wagon, which is the only thing I own, and my horse. Okay, all right, okay. I guess we take the tarp then. Yes. Okay, we can make use of that tarp. And uh, and once the storm's all let up and everything, you can keep doing your cargo business and earn enough to get yourself a new tarp. Seem like a fair trade? Yeah, that'd be great. All right, cool. Hazo, you collect up that tarp. Roach, let's get you inside this beast. We got some furs you can warm up, dry up, and you can meet the crew. Oh, okay, that sounds nice. It'd be nice to not be rained on. <laughs> Figures the one day it rains, uh, that's the day I'm traveling. That's all right. Your misfortune is my fortune. <laughs> Thanks. No problem. Let's go inside. So you're gonna you're gonna ride that horse there. Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. So we we keep the the wagon hitched up to the back of the beast. Yep. Zoe hops on out in the rain with the horse. And you ride alongside the beast. Yep. All right. So you guys are taking him to Karma. Yeah, we'll give you a ride there, Roach. Thanks. I really appreciate it. Once I start getting some business, I'll definitely be able to make it up to you. Oh no 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 tarp. Fair trade. You're good. We're, karma's on the way anyways, buddy. Don't worry about it. Oh, oh, thanks. Yeah, no problem. Rain continues to pour down as you make your way towards Karma. Looking at the map, it is along the road, and you just have to take a small detour a little more west. It takes you a couple hours to get there. Uh, you, you save this guy probably days, and you arrive, wagon in tow. Looks like we got you here, Roach. How you feeling? If you were to rate your experience here on the beast on a scale of zero to ten, about where would you put it? Zero being like worst experience you ever had, ten being like warm, cozy, safe, fuzzy feelings. Uh, well, you put it that way, I guess a ten. I was pretty cozy and safe. All right, that's what I want to hear, Roach. You tell your friends about us. Oh, okay. Badass education and safety to tour bus and tour bus. I was out based. Hey, hey, Roach, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Well, where, what did you hear about Karma that made you want to move here and start a new life? I just heard it was a barter town looking for work. Hmm. What's Karma look like? Looks like a normal barter town, but it is. it has many raider-esque icons, a bunch of symbols involving skulls and bones, and some of them being actual skulls and bones uh, uh, all around the town. 
Is it a walled community? Oh, yes. Okay. And these walls are manned. And you see some of the skulls that looks like metal skulls have a uh, have a smiley face spray painted on them. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Yeah? Looks like we might be entering unfriendly territory right about now. Oh, why do you say that? This kind of like a team meeting, Roach, because you go to the back of the bus. Oh, okay. Thanks. Just pretend like you can't hear us. What? Perfect. Okay. I didn't actually hear what you said. So, yeah. Are, are we are we willing to go in there? Because it may be kind of difficult to get out with that big old wall and all them people. I don't know how much of this town is owned by Hellion and his gang, but they are definitely affiliated. That's exactly why we came here, to go in and get into unfriendly territory. Right. I like I like where your head's at, but... But the beast is very, very specific looking, and I'm afraid we're just going to roll in. They're going to blow us up right away. Maybe we can uh, c- corner one member of this gang a- and break them off from the group and talk talk to them individually. Oh, well, I just got a brain thought. Okay, we got a wagon. That ain't the beast. Roach can take y'all into town. I'll park the beast somewhere else. How's that sound? Wait, that's actually ingenious. This is great. Hey, Roach, come back over. Party meeting. Okay. Hey. How about how about uh uh we change the deal a little bit in your favor, buddy? Okay. Okay, cool. I'm gonna give you back your tarp. All right. Okay. Okay. Now, in exchange for us getting you here, can you just go ahead and take my friends on into town on your wagon? Well, my first job, yeah. Perfect. I'll pay you this tarp. Thanks. All right. Wow, you earned a tarp real fast. I know. I'm. 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 Good for this business. You're a natural at it, Roach. He starts blushing. Oh, shucks. All right, cool. So, arm yourself to teeth. You guys okay? I'll find my way into town after I park the base somewhere. All right. Okay. All right. Oh, um, oh, wait. Damien. Uh, excuse me, Roach. Damien. Damien. What? 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 Uh, uh, you should definitely leave the lock bracelet thing, eh? Mm-hmm. The tracker thing, eh? Mm-hmm. You should leave that on the base. That way, like, if anything happens to it. We can find out where they took it. Excellent idea. Okay, cool. I'm done with my ideas. This is literally all I got. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I I go over to Roach and I say, "Hello, Damien Balkris. Sorry I haven't spoken to you in two days, but it was raining." <laughs> uh, pl- pleasure to meet you, Damien. Yes, as I said, Damien Balkris, future saver of civilization. <laughs> Oh, well, it's an honor to meet you, sir. (laughs) Yes, it is. Spread the word that light and order are coming to the wilderness. Uh, light and order are coming to the wilderness. That's very good. Now, after you let us off, go tell everyone. Okay. You tell them that the era of pain, suffering, and violence is coming to an end. And there will be peace, satiation, and prosperity for all people. Uh, okay. And you can thank me, Damien Balkris. <laughs> Damien Balkris is bringing peace, saturation, and something else that's good. We continue listing nice things that are going to happen on the way into karma. <laughs> Hang on a minute. I've got a second thought. Myself and... Twitch are very recognizable to these raiders. They know what we look like, so I think we should make use of that tarp that we've just given back to Roach, and we, me and Twitch, should hide under it. So. That, might, that might check that, but we also could, like, mask you in, like, some, some furs or something, maybe. Y'all can be, like, sleeping inside the furs if, in case they ask any weird questions. 
I could go to sleep. All right, cool. Yeah, Fur, furs and furs and tarp. I think that's a good idea. I put on the furs like a blanket, and all the hairs stand up on end. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I, I hitch up this horse that I have been riding for two days in the rain and uh, go inside, pick up my weapons, grab my furs, put them on Damien and Twitch, hop up in the driver's seat next to Roach, a man I have never spoken to, and uh, we drive into town like we're friends, you know, quietly not looking at each other. <laughs> yeah, after they all load up on the Roach's wagon... I'm gonna go like find like a like a cave or like a like canyon or like some bushes to hide the beast in. <laughs> uh, go ahead and roll either scavenge, survive, or stealth with understanding or senses. Yeah, that's one hit, but I'm gonna spend a fortune to make it two. Well, fortune, nettily for you, ha! You find a cave to hide. The beast in, and it fits perfectly. Cool. I'm going to back her up so I can just drive straight forward if I need to. Cool. Cool. I'll lock her down real good. Of course. And you know what? Zoe ain't used all of my samurai armor, right? Uh, no. Just the helmet and the boots. Okay, cool. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and, y'all, I'm going to sit there and contemplate for a moment before I leave this cave. And I'm going to think about, like, how many scrapes we've had with these hellion folk and how it didn't always go our way. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, well, maybe I'm just going to go ahead and put on this breastplate and these shoulder guards and these gloves and, you know, just kind of have a little bit more protection as I go into town. All right. You put it on. All right, cool. And now donning this armor, I feel a little safer about the situation. I'm going to go walking into town. All right. Once we uh, get the boys all settled and tucked in, uh, I will put a tarp over them to protect them from the rain. Not to hide them by any means, obviously. And then we will uh, drive up to this here gate, and uh, I'm sure they'll just wave us right in because we look normal. You are approaching the gate of Karma. The walls are high and made out of a mix of wood and patched in with sheets of aluminum. And a big, creepy, smiley face, uh, an actual one, both inverted colors, uh, black with the yellow eyes and smile is looming over the gate. And you're greeted by a guard and the guard's companion with similar symbols you've seen before on raiders. Armed with a rather sizable crossbow, they hold up their hand to stop you. And the one with the, with the mohawk and uh, a headband made out of animal teeth stops you and approaches you. Welcome to Karma. What you bringing in? A wagon. Right now, it's got my two friends sleeping in it, but uh, but just a wagon with a tarp. What, are they drunk or something? They they took the night shift. We just went through the rain, so tarps over them because you know the rain. Trying to stay as dry as we can. He pulls the tarp back and looks in. Zodra, you can roll appeal and manipulate. Damien and Twitch, you can roll uh, the same to. Try to pretend you're sleeping. Four successes. Three successes. Also three successes. Uh, the, the raider pulls back the tarp, looks in. There's two sleeping guys wrapped up in some furs. We're just actually asleep. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are tucked in. All right. We've all had nights like that. Move along. All right. Yep, yep. 
Roach says, wow, this place is pretty great. Never been to a town this big before. Uh, that guard was really friendly, too. Oh, man. Um, okay, I don't really know you, Roachy, but um, I think uh, I think uh, it would be helpful for you in your future if you maybe weren't so trusting. Just uh, a little salt with that sugar, and uh, you'll be uh, better off. I don't have either of those. Okay. Um, not all people are nice. Well, so far I've hit a pretty good streak of luck. Uh, I nod and keep driving, seeing that there's no avenue that I can make <laughs> any productive inroads in. So I, I will just leave Rochi to his sad, sad fate. <laughs> okay, well, you guys are in. Are you needing to go to the market or what? Oh, right. Um, we'll, we'll go in just a little bit further and uh, then uh, pull over and unload someplace less conspicuous than right in front of the gate. And then uh, we'd be much obliged to you. You'll have your payment of your tarp and uh, we'll, uh, we'll part, part ways, Rochi. All right. Tell me where I need to go. Uh, over there. He goes over there. Even with knowing that the mud's there, it still feels just more gross than other towns you've been in a lot more cramped in the more populated areas than a normal barter town would be and it's uh, it's almost like a couple of loops almost like a couple of rings of buildings the way they've set this up and in the middle is the market surrounded by the raider equivalent of a barracks and in the very center uh, you saw this coming into town it appears to be a rather tall tower it looks like Several shipping containers stood on end, four to a level, and made a tower of sorts in the middle, with similar smaller towers at various points around the wall. And he draws the horse away from the gate, and he stops out of view of the guards. All right, boys. (laughs) I smack him. (laughs) Daggers! Uh, all right. Well, um, it's time for us to uh, get up and go. Oh, I'm sorry. I fell asleep. That's all right. Looked cozy. Um, I'm going to uh, wrap my first up uh, in a backpack-like form uh, with my ball of twine. And uh, we're going to go about our business. Yeah. Is Hey, is everyone here uh, with Hellion's gang or are they just prominent? Uh, that is undetermined. They're just prominent. They still welcome local trade. Um, in fact, that it's encouraged to come trade there, uh, as it's if you're going to go trade with them and make them money that way without having to lose guys, they'd rather you come do that. They still raid for fun, but uh, they try to stay away from their customers and their merchants, if if at all possible. Looks like it's their city, but uh, they welcome others in if uh, they're going to trade and give them some kind of deal so they don't have to get raided on later. Hey, it's like some kind of organized crime. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, kind of. I never thought of it that way. Well, let's see if we can find somebody who maybe knows what's going on and also that we can beat up and press for information. Capital idea. Bumper. Yeah. You've, you've donned your samurai armor. Uh, you've hidden the beast. What are you doing now? Okay, so I get out the beast. Uh, I got like a little bit of a walk towards Karma. 
And I'm like, okay, let me think about this for a second. This armor's been kind of sitting in there. It's pretty clean. All right, hold on a second. And I try to make my try to make my my disguise a little more little more convincing. And I I like drop down, and like get all muddy and stuff. Roll around like a hog in mud, you know. And then I let the rain wash it off a little bit. And then uh, I definitely make sure to muddy up my like my knees down real heavy. Uh, and then I take a bandana and I and I kind of tie it back, putting like my hair back a little bit. I keep my goggles down over my frog eyes, and then uh, uh, I go I go walking into town. All right, you're you're good and dirty, and you got a headband, so you'll fit right in. Cool. Walk up to that gate. Hi. Hey, who are you? Name's Charlie. What are you doing here, Charlie? I'm coming into town. Y'all let people come into town sometimes? Yeah, if they got something to give us. Ah, sure. And uh, I'm going to reach in my back pocket, feel around, and be like, I got some. I picked this up a little while ago, and I pull out one of my six epoxy putty tubes. I'll show it to him and go, this could be pretty useful, I imagine. Hmm. Are you tra- are you trading this at the market or something? No, that's all yours, buddy. Just let me get in a town gallery to rent. I've been walking for a hell of a long time. All right. I think this is good enough tribute. Go on in. Cool. Hi. Uh, who, what, what should I know about in town? You got any, like, tips for, like, a newcomer? Don't piss people off. I mean, like, that goes hand in hand every time you go into, right? Especially don't piss off guys wearing this. And he points to the smiley face. What's that? Oh, you gotta be kidding me. Look, dude, I've been walking for a while. I'm new to these parts. Come on. I gave you some epoxy. Help me out here, brother. Well, this uh, this town's owned by Hellion's crew. This is Hellion's symbol right here. It's a little funny, yeah, being a smiley face and all, but he's not a happy guy. Oh, man. That's pretty good, like, intimidation factor, you know, smiley face, but kind of crazy. I like it. Hey, uh, you guys recruiting? The two guards look at each other and grin. Yeah. Yeah, we are. All right, cool. Is there someone I could talk to about that? I'm not, like, 100% sure. I'm a little on the fence at the moment, but I like to keep my options open, you know? How about I take you to a recruiter? Oh, sure, brother. That sounds great. All right. He motions for somebody to take his spot at the gate, and he starts leading you towards the center of town. Okay, I go walking by, keeping an eye out for my friends. Make a senses notice check. That's three successes. Sodra, Damien, Twitch. You guys got dropped off by Roach. And where are you heading? Hey, do any of these signs say they're for a bar? That seems like a good place to talk to people who, you know, are uh, willing to look stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we can impress them with our incredible dance abilities. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of bars around. I think we passed one when we came in. We could head back towards the gate. Are you guys disguised at all? I mean, I guess you're wearing your bone armor. Are you? You're still in all the. I've got a fur on. You've got a fur on. We okay. We'll we'll have to make do with what we've got. Here, here. This is a scarf. Wrap wrap it around your face. Okay. I, I make, wrap it around my face. Okay. Well, I can't see now. Right, just like scrunch it down a little bit. Oh, all right. Oh, I've only also, part of my face. I've also got this hat. Put this hat on. Uh, it's it's a it's a newsboy cap, and I put it on Twitch's head and pull it down a bit. Well, how do I look? 
terrifying. <laughs> I'm a I'm a furry, scarfy, hatty guy. Yeah. So uh, if if anybody asks why why you're wearing that on your face, just say, uh, "What's it to you?" Okay. Okay. All right. And then I'll I'll step in and say that you're horribly disfigured and and you you're sensitive about it. And then like if they press it, then I'll punch them in the face. Am I horribly disfigured? No. <laughs> Do you, rem- you remember that sub sub. The lion, the lion thing. Oh, yeah. we're doing some of that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. All right. We're doing it. All right. Come on, boys. Walk like you belong here. Stop it. <laughs> I, I do my best to walk like I belong there, but it's really not very successful. I'm far too stiff in the shoulders and the hips and the legs and the neck. <laughs> you three, go ahead and make a senses and notice roll for me, please. Well, I got two. Six successes. <laughs> uh, I have two. Actually, you all three notice, but Damien, you lock eyes with Bumper, who also sees you. I nod very slightly. Can I, can I make eyes with, with Zoe for a second? Can she see me? I, yes. I, I nudge, I nudge Zoe. I nudge him back. I sort of angle my head towards. Oh, Bumper. oh, sorry, sorry. Okay, as soon as Zoe sees me, I'm gonna sub- I'm gonna spend two fortune, and I'm gonna do a minor plot tweak. Zoe and I have been in a lot of situations before. We have a couple hand signals to kind of like let pe- each other know things. So like, I'm gonna like pull on my ear, cough, and wipe wipe my nose, and, <laughs> and that means like we're doing like the I'm not captured, and I'm like. Doing like a sneaky thing, and I've I've infiltrated the anime, <laughs> and so that she knows not to like come over and stab these guys. All right, don't uh don't worry, he's a uh, he's infiltrating, so we've got at least an hour before we gotta go rescue him. It usually goes horribly wrong. <laughs> That's brilliant. I love that. So should we should we follow at a distance, or should we go about what we were doing? Well, bars that way anyway. So uh. We can just go that way and, you know, maybe keep them in eye line. It's hard because it's a circle. Stupid circles. But uh, if, if I walk on the, like, very outside, I could probably see them even if they're on the inside. Do you have stuff to trade? Uh, a few things. All right. But mostly I'm just looking for someone to talk to. All right. Well, we could just, yeah. All right. We can do that, too. You looking for someone in particular or just, like, picking off a weakling? Yeah, the second thing. All right. I think we want to find someone who works in Hellion's crew. Oh, yeah, that almost goes without saying. So we have to question them. Right, so we're just going to pick off a... Got it. Yep, we're on it. We go find a group of weaklings. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Zodra, you want to give me senses and criminal to try to pick out somebody ripe for robbing or for kidnapping? <laughs> All right, so that's that's four, four successes. As you're walking along, you see a bar fight break out between two of Hellion's guys, and they're just beating the shit out of each other, and it's crashed out. It's, it's spilled outside of the bar, and uh, a crowd's gathered round to watch. Um, these guys are drunkenly wailing on each other, and finally uh, one goes down, and uh, the victor raises his hands up in the air, like, yeah! And uh, 
He gets carried back in the bar, presumably to get bought more drinks for winning this fight. And there's a lone hellion waiting outside the bar, knocked out. Wait, he's already unconscious? Oh, yeah. Oh, man, ripe for the picking. We just got to find a place to, you know, peaceably interrogate him. Uh, I look around town. Does any place look either secluded or like we could get some privacy there? I'm sure if you looked, you could find a quiet alleyway or somewhere to sneak into. How about like a root cellar? There's probably one around, yeah. Hey, what's that door there in the ground? (laughs) Hey, that's a root cellar. That's a root cellar. That'd be perfect. Hey, let's go in there like we belong. Perfect. Uh, Yeah, so we take that guy down uh, down into this little here root cellar. All right, who's dragging him? If I pick him up, he might just wake up right away. I guess it's me then. All right, make a straight up muscle check. Sure, I'm going to like try to hoist him on my shoulder so he looks like, I don't know, looks more natural. As she's going to pick him up, I motion over to Twitch and I say, we should go down into the cellar beforehand and set up. Set up what? Well, maybe there's someone down there. Oh, hey, that's some good thinking. I uh, I go over to the cellar door and open it up. And I sneak over to the cellar door and follow. All right. Uh, make nimble and stealth. Zodra, what would you get for your muscle? One. Well, he's wearing armor. He's kind of hard to get up on his feet. But the ground's soft enough. You can drag him. It's All not right. going to be very fast. I mean, he's a loser anyway. Who cares? So I'll just... uh. Grab him by his ankles, pull him off. <laughs> All right, grab him by his ankles, and you start pulling him up, pulling yep. him away. It's mine now. <laughs> <laughs> Damien and Twitch, how did your stealth checks go? Two hits. Against all odds, also two hits. <laughs> You're able to sneak down quietly, and you hear some voices. What, what are they saying? Well, the cellar happens to be under that bar that guy just got knocked out of. Uh, they happen to serve food there. So there's, looks like a couple regular people, um, non-raiders, preparing meal items. Uh, they're grabbing, they're grabbing like heads of le- or heads of cabbage and uh, some dried meats and stuff. And they're, they're taking their time. They're just talking. What do you think? Should we knock them out? Oh, no, that won't be necessary. I jump on down. Hi, everybody. Who are, who are you? Oh, don't worry. You don't know me. Oh, I mean, sorry. What's it to you? <laughs> uh, one of them, them kind of waves a knife. Look, we're just we're trying to make some food. We don't want any trouble. Oh, hey, uh, I'm also not in the mood for any trouble at the moment. Uh, if you want, I'm actually just trying to, uh, to talk to someone down here real quick. Uh, you guys can just pretend not to hear me. And if you do... There's this delicious griddle pan in it for you. It's nicely seasoned. <laughs> a griddle pan, huh? Yeah, I bet you don't have one of these. No, we don't. Also, I think it warms up automatically. All I have to do is hold it. Interesting. What do you say we let him beat up a guy down here for this brand new griddle pan? <laughs> Hang on now. I didn't say beat up. He's already been beat up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that jackass that kicked out? Oh, yeah, definitely we'll take the griddle pan for that. You got it. Uh, You want a chair too, sir? Hey, a chair would be great. (laughs) Thank you. So considerate. Oh, thank you. We can get some good use out of this. Hello, money. So they they take the griddle pan back out. 
towards the kitchen and they come down with like a with like a wooden stool. Uh, it's a little wobbly, but it's dirty enough. Hey, wobbly suits my needs just fine. I don't want them to feel stable. <laughs> All right, uh, just try not to get any of the blood on the food because we got to feed that to people. Oh, sure. I'll keep it in the corner over here. Uh, if you wouldn't mind cleaning up after, it'd be, it'd be great. Well, okay. Have, nobody will have to stab you. Because for real, we try to keep this establishment clean. Wow. I've I've never known. Uh, if you dirty it, I will kill you. Okay. <laughs> and he uh, heads back upstairs. Oh, good luck. Oh, thank you. I think everything's gonna be okay, Damien. <laughs> I uh, come in, come down the steps into the room, and I regard Twitch, and I say, "That was quite well done." Hey, everybody likes me because they think I'm a happy guy. <laughs> <laughs> if only they knew. Bumper. Hey, yeah, where are these con fellas taking me? So, uh, you want to you wanna join Hellion's crew, right? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm open to the option. You ever killed anybody? Uh, just a couple times. All right. Well, then this, uh, this little test up ahead shouldn't be too much trouble for you. Well, you got, y'all gonna make me just kill somebody? I'm, like, asking for, like, an orient, like a, like a pamphlet or something. Pamphlet. I mean, you know, not like a literal pamphlet. That would be kind of weird. But like, you know, just like a rundown of like what your mission statement is and like what it would take and like what you expect from like a recruit, that kind of thing. We'll kill somebody and we'll tell you. Well, and right, if you man. lose, then we'll tell the other guy. Oh, jeez. Hold on. Just to ask? Guys, come on. That's a bit of a state price. You don't have to join. Well, I was just curious, but and if we that's could a- toss you out of town for wasting my time. Wasting your time, good friend. I gave you a nice putty tube to let you in. Yeah. Remember the rule I said about annoying people? I mean, let me meet the guy you want me to kill. I guess that's the spirit. <laughs> <laughs> There's hope for this guy. I follow him. It looks like they're assembling a cage in the center of town, almost like a almost like an octagon, but except instead of. Like the fence you see on uh, martial art rings, it's it's bars. It's like steel bars, with a thick chicken wire covering it, so people can still see in. But limbs and various sharp bits have trouble getting out, and they they lead you to this this cage. All right, this is your last chance to back out if you don't actually want to do it. I was giving you crap back there, but this is for real. You want in or? Do you not? Where's the guy you want me to kill? Uh, hey, Bumper. You're joining, too? Oh, Roach! Hey, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and uh, uh, let my friend Roach go ahead and find somebody. I don't want to kill him. Can we like get like a buddy deal, like him and me versus someone else? Go ahead and roll uh, appeal and persuade. I mean, like, what better way to test the metal of someone you got, right? Because if you can't fight two people, what good is he to you? Meanwhile, you can watch Roaches in my great coordination. Him and I have been through a couple things together. We know a couple moves, a couple combos. Goes package deal, Roach and I. Okay, I got one hit. He thinks about it. Well, if you don't want to fight uh, the kid over here, you can always fight this guy. Oh, man, I look over at Roach. He's going to get himself killed if he fights for this gang. All right. That sounds fair. I'm okay with that one-on-one fight, but uh, but Roachy comes with me, yeah? Package deal still, but Roach don't enter the ring? If he wants in, he's going to have to enter the ring. Otherwise, he's going to have to back out. Sure, sure. Okay, that's fair. All right. 
I'll step on into the ring then. Uh, and you got you got your samurai armor and your what? What are you equipped with? Oh uh, yeah, I mean I got like my gear mace on my back, so it's a big old metal pole with concrete and metal on the other end. The other side of the cage opens up, and in walks a monster of a man. I'm talking seven seven and a half feet tall, solid muscle, and he's got uh, huge hands. And on these hands are are knuckle dusters made out of sharpened saw blades. All right. I, I kind of like look around, try to find that smiley face on him. I'd like to confirm he is a new recruit. There's no smiley face. He is a heavily favored new recruit, you can tell from the jeers of the crowd. Okay, well, there's at least that. Well, I mean, if they like this guy, he can't be too good. Also, he looks like he likes to kill, which ain't so great. It's a real good thing Rochi ain't in here. So I unsling my, uh, my, my gear mace. And uh, I go, howdy, Nance Bumper! This giant just growls back at you. Ah, oh, it's going to be like that then, huh? No honor amongst killers? That's fine. That's okay. Thought we'd get to know each other before we locked in Mortal Kombat. Fight! I run for it! <laughs> Zoe. Yeah? You're dragging this guy through the mud. Yeah. Make a senses and notice check. That's three hits. You're close enough to the bar door. You hear people walking towards it, and you hear someone saying, Yeah, yeah, forget him. I'm going to get him a drink. That's that's fine. Okay. I keep dragging him. I mean, if I can go faster, I will, but... You can make a muscle check to try. I do not go any faster. Oh. Actually, bad things happen. Are they, oh, are they both ones? Yeah. Hey, where's Zodra? What's taking her so long? It has been quite a while. Probably I should go out and check. <laughs> uh, Zodra. Yeah. The door swings open and people are laughing and they see you dragging this guy. Uh, at this There's... point, at this point, I poke my head out of the root cellar and I look at Zodra and I say very loudly, Zodra, come on, we've got to interrogate that guy. Bring him down here. <laughs> interrogate? Get her! And a group of four... Uh, Hellions come out. Okay. I will draw out my spear and uh, engage them in Mortal Kombat, as is my right. <laughs> I mean, they said get her, and they're, like, drawing their weapons, yes. right? Okay. Yes, they've drawn their weapons. They're running towards you, uh, and they've started circling you. Yeah. So uh, I, I will attack one. All right. Uh, what is what does this uh, person look like, and what are they attacking me with? Uh, the first person you're attacking, they have like a buzz cut, uh, shaved head, um, nothing fancy. Looks like they've taken a wooden plank, carved a handle, and just put a bunch of razor blades in it. Okay. Uh, I will spend a fortune to add a success, um, so I have two successes. You land a blow. What do you do? All right, sure. So uh, he's all coming at me like a fraternity brother with a real bad paddle. And uh, I uh, just take my spear and um, and I slash his uh, forearm right open. And then I will uh, wait for them uh, to uh, come at me, as is their right. All right. Guy with the makeshift Michael Weedle. Three. Your spear catches his arm and... Uh, leaves a cut and he comes around 
He spins around to counterattack, and you just duck right under it. Damien, you're you're already up there. Do you wish to take action? Yes, I I turn I turn around and shout downstairs. Twitch, bad things are happening to these idiots. <laughs> <laughs> and then I run out and I say, Damien Balchris has come to put a stop to your evil violence. And I take out my knife and I run at them and join the fray in my bone armor. Ha! <laughs> I yell. Wow, I really did nothing to stop this. <laughs> I uh, slash it to one of them. I slash it the one with the wooden razor blade paddle. All right. One hit. After he goes to counterattack Zodra, he sees you coming, and he, as your knife comes down, he brings the paddle up, and it sticks into the paddle. The war cry I was crying sticks in my throat <laughs> as I realize perhaps this was not the wisest decision. He kind of pushes you off and it frees your knife. Twitch. Well, move into the cellar door to witness all of this carnage. Uh, I say, well, I guess it's time for me to help. Then I, I clamber on out and I fling my furs aside and uh, pull out of my belt loops a uh, two uh, pickaxes <laughs> given to me by Zodra, and I say, hey, looks like when Hellion was recruiting, they weren't that picket. <laughs> and I get out those pickaxes, and I spin them all around, and I go to bury them in the collarbones of two of these guys. Are you spending a fortune? I'm spending two fortune to dual action yeah, here. That... Oh, hey, that's three successes. First guy... It misses. It goes straight into the ground. Well, hey, I think I'm going to spend a fortune to give myself a fourth success there. Okay, yeah. You spend a fortune, and you, this pickaxe comes down and basically pins the guy to the ground as he face plants, uh, and you go straight through his heart. And then the second attack? And for my next trick... Oh, my. Just one hit. This guy who's got, like, a machete just jumps out of the way... Uh, and looks at you like super surprised after you just pinned this other raider to the ground with a freaking pickaxe. Bumper. Hi, yeah. You're back in the. You're in the arena. The fight has begun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a plan, and it's great. What's your plan? Okay, cool. I'm gonna kind of like coax this guy over to the to the edge of the the ring, which you said was like a bunch of metal poles, mm-hmm. right? All right, perfect. Okay, so I'm gonna move over there. And try to, like, trick him into, like, punching at me with his buzzsaw blade so it gets stuck in between two of the poles. All right. So I'm going to let him get the first attack, and I'm going to defend all smart-like. Okay. That mean I can use understanding. <laughs> yes, you can, actually. Right. Strategy! <laughs> and I got three successes. Now, if I have to spend a fortune to make his buzzsaw stick, I will do that. Okay. You will, unfortunately. That's fine. I'm going to do that so his hand gets all stuck and he's touching metal because part two of this plan's about to happen! <laughs> <laughs> we'll say that was like your attack since you had to okay. position and plan. I was afraid that might have been the situation, so I got two more fortune. I'm going to dual action. <laughs> uh, all right. Do it. Okay, cool. I coax him in. He punches. His, his, his fist gets stuck in the metal, right? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Cool. <laughs> it's really unfortunate for this guy that he's soaking wet and touching metal. I'm going to drop my big gear mace because that was all just a ruse. I'm going to pull out my battery charger that I got, my car battery charger. I'm going to stick it on him. 
and electrocute this motherfucker. I'm gonna fight this guy for real. You kidding me? This guy's huge. I'm not gonna get killed by that. I learned a thing or two from Twitch. Uh, make a muscle or nimble and melee or brawl. Well, I got one success. Well, that's all you needed. Uh, I clamp it right on that guy. All right, you do. He starts jerking and jolting. I step on back and enjoy the fireworks. <laughs> Zodra. Yes. It is your turn. You are locked in Mortal Kombat with a couple of Hellions crew. A crowd has started gathering around, uh, cheering on the other guy. Hmm. I see. I will uh, spear another guy. Uh, not not Paddle Man. Uh, I'm uh, I'm. Are you are you trying to kill Machete Guy? Well, he just blocked my pickaxe. All right. I believe in you. <laughs> There's Michael Weedle guy over here. Right, that's Paddle guy. Uh, so there's yeah. like another guy who's not dead guy. So so the 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 guy who's not currently locked in Mortal Kombat with one of my compatriots. Yeah, uh, that would be Spiky Bat guy. All right, I'm going to attack Spiky Baseball guy. I got two successes. Your spear is parried away by the baseball bat. Uh, all right. Well, I'll spend two to draw my spear. And shiv this guy with my knife. <laughs> Sensing that all I have to do is really twist this knife, uh, I will spend my last fortune uh, to do 12 damage. And he goes down. Uh, he's not quite dead, but he's definitely out of the fight. Pretty much dead. Damien. I take my knife recover from being rebuffed by this cretin, and I <laughs> strike at him in his underbelly below the belt. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, same guy? Yes. I'm going to spend two fortune to have two successes. <laughs> Unfortunately, that misses. He just grabs your wrist as you come up, and he looks at you and says, really, man? You're not the one to speak of honor. It is, listen to my voice. I clearly have the honor. <laughs> uh, Twitch. I'm going to um, hopefully pretty casually just drive my pickaxe into this guy's eye socket. Uh, machete guy? Uh, yeah, the one the one who parried first. Well, he, he doesn't know, or maybe he does. Maybe he's keenly aware that I have a second pickaxe coming his way. That's one success. I'll spend a fortune to make it. No, I won't. I'll just leave it at one success. Your pickaxe comes around, and he dodges underneath it again, and comes up to counterattack you. I got two. You take eight lethal damage. You call that pain? <laughs> and then, uh, seeing Damien struggle over there, I take pity on him. And I, I'm going to spend two fortune to dual action. I'm not going to try to kill the guy that he's fighting, but I would like to sweep my pickaxe under his leg so he falls down, at least making him hopefully easier to hit. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you can do that. Uh, muscle, the same, same roll pretty much. That's two successes. Unfortunately, he got three. He jumps over your pickaxe, and uh, now the guy with the machete is going to counterattack you, Twitch. Yeah, I got three hits. He goes to counterattack you. He brings his machete down. How do you block it? Uh, well, I'm going to uh, just catch it on the top of my pickaxe here 
and uh, uh, it'll naturally brush away on the pickaxe's natural curvature. <laughs> All right, Damien, you just try to stab Paddle Guy in the dick. I, I wouldn't put it like that. He's counterattacking you. He he hits me. No successes. Um, he hits you for sixteen. I spend two fortune to reduce that by twelve. <laughs> Well, Damien, you just had a stroke of wonderful luck. How, what happens when he hits you? So he, he's got me by one arm, and then with the other one, he's, he's swinging to hit me. So I try to do a very cool trick where I s- try to spin him around and get his own body in the way of his own hit, not realizing that that makes absolutely no sense, and he just hits my back and sort of cracks all the bones in the spine of my armor. <laughs> and it hurt a little bit. Yes, it, it was quite uh, shocking. Bumper. Yeah, how's this guy doing? He's been, he's he's shocked, but it looks he's like, like he's trying to fight through it. Okay, he's jolting and stuff. All right, I see you're not going to make this easy on me. I'm going to grab my gear mason while he's sitting there all incapacitated by electricity and his hand being stuck. I'm going to smash his head in. All right, go for it. I got one success. So despite being shocked and receiving a bunch of damage, he manages to stop your mace with his hand pretty much and shove it away. Oh, golly, Jay. Just die already. (laughs) Zoe, it is your turn. All right. Um, I would like to pick up this baseball bat with nails in it. Okay. And uh, swing it at uh, at Mr. Paddleman, who's uh, just broken that very fine armor I made. All right. Go for it. All right. How many did you get? Uh, Two. All right, you hit him. All right, that's ten lethal. That is ten lethal, and uh, he's very hurt. I catch him, like right in the face. He's got like a stupid helmet on or whatever, but like a like a like one of those guard thingies that comes out of your shoulder. Not a helmet. He's bald, and <laughs> uh, and uh, and uh, I swing it right over over Damien as he's doing his whole like cool swingy around failure thing. <laughs> <laughs> Damien? Well, at this point, I re- I've got small cuts all over my back. I've felt pain in battle for the first time, and I realize that my life is in grave danger, and I certainly don't have the emotional equipment to deal with this knowledge, <laughs> so I break down crying and collapse into a fetal position on the ground and start sobbing, <laughs> help me, please help, my God, someone, help me, ah! And you gain a fortune. <laughs> on to... <laughs> and uh, Twitch. Uh, this is this is my future leader, I guess. <laughs> um, uh, I'm gonna try and hook my pickaxe uh, into the neck of this guy uh, with the machete, who has been so uh, evasive, slippery, one might say. All right, I got three successes there. How do you kill him? Well, I, I dig it. I, uh, I dig it and like lacerate it into his neck, and then um, I pull I pull it down, and uh, at the same time, like uh, lift my knee up, and I pull his skull right up against my knee, and just like uh, crack his face, and then um, I uh, pick up 
<laughs> I pick up Damien, uh, and he starts, I guess, twitching all around because I'm picking it up. And then I also uh, put, I put uh, a pickaxe in my belt loop and just trying to ignore the crowd as much as possible. Uh, I find the uh, guy we were going to interrogate, and I lift his leg, and I just start dragging the both of them down, back down into the root cellar. You feel a hand on your shoulder, and you hear, Enough! You all look, and you see the guy with the muckweedle drop it and uh, kneel down. And when you all turn to look and see, it's a man with a motorcycle helmet with a smiley face painted on it. I dropped Damien in the mud in shock. <laughs> this is not my finest hour. <laughs> I turn around and see, and I recognize it is the man from Hell's Gate who seemed to be leading the people. His, uh, his raiders. It's you. Bumper. Yeah, just watching this guy die real slow, like. <laughs> You're not doing yourself any favors. Just die already. And I'm gonna kind of swing the mace up and hit him in the head. When in doubt, brute force. Hmm. Blunt force trauma. I got two successes. You get a solid crack on this guy. And uh, he goes down to one knee. And uh, he's starting to get really angry. I look at him, I go, you could just give up, you know. Ain't no shame in that. Ah, screw you. And then he's going to counterattack. All right, well, he's still stuck with one arm stuck in the bar, so I'm just going to step back and try to, like, gauge his the distance so that he just, like, can't reach me. I got three successes. You jump back right as this fist comes at you, and he's out of range, and uh, he's, he's still stuck on the fence trying to undo it. I'm just going to kind of, like, step back a little bit, <laughs> let him struggle with the cords and the electricity coursing through his body. He's starting to rip the fence a little bit. It's starting to bend the uh, saw teeth and the and the bars a little bit. Well, while he's sitting there struggling, I'm going to bash his face in again. I got four successes. As he starts, like, ripping away from the gate, he's got a hand free, and he goes back to punch. How do you kill him? I got, screw me. Hey, buddy, come on. I try to be all honorable and stuff. Screw you. And I raise my mace up with toe hands. And I swing it straight on down and smash his face in. Make him go all limp and shit. And I pick up my battery and put it in my backpack again. Dust myself off and turn over and go, Now what? To the guys. Silence all around you. And then it erupts into cheers. Yeah, I know. I'm great. I know. Okay, come on. <laughs> Look, okay, okay, okay. Calm down. It's okay. I know you ain't never seen nothing like that before. I'm kind of special. I know. Now, now, seriously, let's move uh, on to the next step now. They, one of the one of the guards comes in and is like, hell yeah, you are so going to be in. Oh, wait till I tell Hellion all about this. Come with me, man. All right, sounds great. The other three, Zoe, Damien, and Twitch... Before you stands Hellion, the leader of this group. I recognize you three. You've been a thorn in my side for a little while. I respect that. You've killed some of my finest fighters. Why don't you come and we can discuss some business in my office? Well, you know, you've been something of a thorn in our sides too. But, you know, while I have you here... Hey, Zodra. And I oh, wipe under my nose and pull my ear and like slap my face. And then mine's stabbing me in the chest a bunch of times and grab Hellion's hand. All right. I, uh, uh, I throw 
a couple of knives. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For this, this is my rule. The more damage you do to Twitch, the crap ton more damage it'll do to Hellion. Okay. The closer to death you get him, the closer, the easier it'll be to kill Hellion. All right. Uh, but we don't want to kill him. <laughs> I'm going to throw him in succession and see how much blood comes out after each one. <laughs> okay, so that's two hits. Eight. So yeah, so that's eight damage. So my armor reduces that to six. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this, here's the second here's the second one. Sure. Okay. Never in my life have I wanted to roll more poorly than that. <laughs> That's three. Twitch is down to one HP. Alright. Well, wait, wait a minute, because if he would normally die, I'd like to spend two fortune to make a minor plot twist. Let's do that. So twi- I, I see that this knife is about to kill Twitch. And what I do, I spend two fortune for a minor plot twist, and he's dropped, Twitch has dropped me right next to him. So I just reach up my hand and put my hand in front of where the knife is going to hit Twitch, and it goes through my hand and into Twitch, but I take one of those hits. I'll allow it. Okay. Okay, so how much damage is that? Okay, so that's um, 12. Got it. So I'm just taking four. That leaves me at two. All right. Okay. Oh my God! And now, right. well, let me see if I let me see if I got this straight. Twi- Twitch made a motion to Zodra to have her throw knives at her so that he could channel electricity pain to blow up Hellion. But he was close to death, so Damien stepped in, soaked up some of the damage with his hand going through with the knife going through his hand, barely keeping. Twitch from dying, and now he's about to explode Hellion. That's right. So I put my, I, I push uh, Damien away with my boots so that he's no longer touching me. Uh, I scream out in horrible pain, like more so than usual, and I unleash hell on Hellion, going completely electric and uh, channeling all the pain I've felt throughout the years, but most especially in this moment. <laughs> to show him what's what. What's your normal electrokinesis damage? It's normally four. And how much damage did you take from all that? I took 12 damage this turn. Hellion goes flying from his boots and into a wall as all the lights in the town dim and then surge as you shock him with every ounce of pain you have, every ounce of hate you have for him. And he goes flying back and slams into the wall and slumps down. Uh, Twitch's smile reverses polarity into a grimace. (laughs) And he says, all right, everybody, Hellion invited me to a discussion, but we're going to do it in my office. If anyone has a problem with that, they can talk to me. And I stagger, limping, over to pick up Hellion. And I pick him up, and I start walking out of karma. And that's where we will end this session. (laughs) Oh, gosh. This podcast has been brought to you by ENPC Productions. All rights reserved. The Essential NPCs podcast is not affiliated with, endorsed, or specifically approved by Colin Chapman or Radioactive Ape Designs. Atomic Highway is property of Radioactive Ape Designs.
For more information, search Atomic Highway on www.drivethroughrpg.com.